Hi, and welcome to Real Trail Talk. I am Donovan D'Souza from The Long Ways Better. And I'm Mark Pybus from The Life of Pi. Welcome to episode 53 and part two of our Dream Bibbleman discussion. So if you haven't listened to part one, go and do that first because I'm not sure why you're here if you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just don't like the northern half and just yeah. want to go straight to the second. So we finished at Donnelly River. We've got Steve Sirtis from the Bibbleman Track Foundation and Bonnie, aka Bronwyn, from Friendly Drop. <laughs> um, welcome back, guys. You've Thank you. returned. <laughs> it's always good to come back. <laughs> it's like you never left. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're talking Dream Billman, and I guess we'll Donnelly River to Albany. This is a very, very good section. I know Donnelly River to Pemberton, I've put no change because I like it so much. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? Where would you align this differently? I had one change because, like you, I love this section, and this is probably my second favorite section of the whole track. But there's one day that annoys me, and that is between um, Beavis and Beetleup. There's this bit where it goes through regrowth carry, and it in the book it's really ridiculous. It's just like left turn, turn. right. No, it's turn right, turn right, turn right, turn right, turn right. Turn right. But you don't go in a spiral. You somehow end up exactly. Yeah. And I hate that section because the the understory just doesn't look right. It looks it looks like regrowth, and it's just not grown back the right way. Um, so that's the only thing I'd change is I'd say, well, can we get some single file walking track through here or through somewhere else? Um, otherwise, I'm very happy with the section. Um, if you can just fix up that day, then this is perfect. I would change heading out of Donnelly River. I feel like there's too much road walking and not enough near the river. Like I feel like you could get to the river a bit earlier or just utilize the river scenery a bit better. The only change I would make is to, because we had lots of money, reinstate the bridges. So between One Tree Bridge mm. and Chapels, what used to be part of the original track, part of the seven, what was known as the Seven Bridges Trail. So instead of going up all those hills away from the river, you'd actually constantly cross the river all the way to Chapels. Other than that, I'd leave it the same until Pemberton. Yeah, I've got some major changes from there on. Well, you may as well get stuck in. What's the major changes? I would... I don't know how exactly, but I'd try and keep the Gloucester tree and the Cascades, but then head out along the towards the One River National Park. So Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about... There. So, so you've got into Pemberton. This yeah, is leaving Pemberton This is leaving now. Pemberton. Okay. I did think about picking it up from Cary Valley, north of Pemberton, because yeah. there used to be that old loop that used to do that. But I thought, no, head into Pemberton first and then head out to the National Park, the Warren River. Mm. Yeah, I've yeah. got that as well. So I would keep Gloucester um, Tree and then to the Cascades. Mm -hmm. And then there is actually a forested section you could reach to get mm. to the Warren River mm. and then incorporate that loop yep. somehow. Yep. And then from there, instead of going into Northcliffe via the current route, mm -hmm. I'm heading out towards the dunes and the coast. Because I think that is an area that people probably don't know exists in WA. Absolutely. And I think that would be really cool to visit. I've got that as a spur, like the old track used to have, yeah. heading out to the Yeager up during June system. Mm. I'd stayed along the Warren River, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of ups and downs there that mm -hmm. seem pointless because the views, it's so thick. Yes, I agree. And I would say just bring it closer to the river because I don't feel like the Warren, you have the same relationship that you do with the Donnelly 
where I feel like the alignment there is so perfect because you feel attached to the river. And it feels sad when you leave the Donnelly River. Whereas the Warren, it's like I can take it or leave it uh, in the way that it's aligned currently. Yeah, I, I like the Warren River and I like that section. But I, I do agree. There's a lot of... And I feel differently to how I do about, say, the Murray River. But with this section, I feel like it goes up and down and up and down. But you don't get amazing views. Like, it mm. feels more enclosed. And there's some really nice spots for a swim, and it's very nice along there, but it would be better if it was um, down lower, closer to the river. Mm. But I was also going to say I would love it if you could somehow get the Bibbulmun to go through Warren National Park because that is my favourite carry forest area. It's so beautiful. Mm. Mm. So looking at the alignment, it's very messy getting back into Northcliff from the west if you go out to the coast. Um, but I think that would be worth it because, I mean, essentially it's a three-day section. For the last day and a half, you're nowhere near the Warren River and that's kind of like what you're there for. Yeah. Mm. So as much as I like Schaefer Dam, I think that whole day into Northcliff could be replaced yeah, if you agreed. head to the dunes and maybe yep. extend it a little bit. That day is is a really rubbish day. There's like just there's very little that is appealing about it it's just an a to b day it's an a to b day exactly and for that reason like i i hadn't thought of going to the dunes i thought that was too far but i think that that's probably nicer than i would give up the warren river and do sort of more like go to warren at at, uh warren national park and then head down your way. I think that's a nicer way. Well, that's what I had. I had it going to Warren National Park and yep. the, the loop area there and then heading to the dunes. Yep. And yeah, then just I completely skip the, skip the Schaefer area. Because it's three days between that, town to town. Fantastic. So you can add distance in. Yes. Mm. It's not a big issue here. Really good yep. idea. Um, but yeah, as I said, getting back into town is very messy. Mm. So we're all going to go through Northcliff. Leaving Northcliff, does anyone take it a different way? Yep. Other than cleaning up the exit out of town? Yeah, I'd, I'd actually pick up some of the old alignment and head out to Lane Paul Falls. Mm. Perfect, mm, yeah. Barara, yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. that sounds good. I, yeah. I wouldn't go to Gardner. Because mm. someone recently posted in one of the Facebook groups, they posted old photos, mm-hmm. and they slept in the hut at Barara. And I was like, I didn't know the track went out there. That'd be really cool. Yep. Yeah. Mm. yep. That was the southern terminus for 10 years. Mm. And there's a few, there's like a really massive granite um, boulder or ma- dome that's right near there as well. That used to have a trail up it, that but then it got burnt and they just didn't bother ever fixing it. That would be kind of cool to have yeah. that because I feel like you there's a lot of missed opportunities for granite exploration between Northcliff and Walpole. Yeah, and this is the section that I think <laughs> has the most room for improvement. <laughs> but we'd keep Marin Road, right? I can see the the fire in his eyes. So yeah, so I think yeah, I think if you can follow the old alignment, how would you get back then to like the dog pool and marrying up and all? Yeah, so from Brara Tree, I would head straight to. um, I'd cut back in to the southwest, so not to Gardner, but I'd head back in toward Lake Marin up through that direction through there. So you still cross Chesapeake Road, keep Lake Marin up itself. And then head up toward Dogpool, but yeah, not not Gardner. I'll just skip that. So in in the things that I said that we would do here is we would boardwalk the whole thing, so there's no <laughs> winter closure, and and people think, oh, that's so expensive. But Tasmania do that, you know. They they have any sections there's waterlogged on their trail. They'll just be like, we'll just build boardwalk. That's true. And I think that 
Western Australia just needs to in in the, this in the future that they are completely behind spending a hundred thousand dollars a kilometre. But then we'd also have less road walking because that's another thing in Tasmania is just heaps and heaps of single, single track. F- yeah. But if we cut down all the pine plantations, there's your boardwalk. Material. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, um, I mean, it will mean that DBCA will have to be a lot more careful in how they do their prescribed burns. Yep. Mm. Um, but look, it happens in in um, the sclerophyll forest in Tasmania. They're just very careful whenever there's boardwalk. So I think if you could boardwalk through here, it would fix up. Because I, I think it's a real shame that in the peak wildflower season, when people come here, that they that a lot of people miss out on going to Lake Maringup because of the closure every year. I think year. that's a real shame as well. And I'm also, um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm slightly sceptical, but how bad is the water? Is it just... It's about the Gardner River. So we've had walkers get swept away. Okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah. <laughs> so it's it bad. Can be pretty dangerous. Oh, yeah. what about, it, like, instead yeah. of kind of like the Erin Inlet canoes, but what about whitewater rafts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd get to Lake Marin yeah. up pretty quick. <laughs> just have drones that pick them up yeah. and take them back. Um, but that's going to be actually a problem because I had the track following the Gardner River instead of leaving uh-huh. it and going to Lake Marring up you follow that all the way to the ocean uh-huh. and then you walk along that beach uh-huh. to where the the hut is uh-huh. at the moment and yep. then yeah. you walk Cut back, back towards Lake Marring up uh-huh. so instead of more closures uh, I can't even think of the, the, <laughs> the beach um... Mandalay Beach so instead of Mandalay Beach being your introduction to the ocean it's yep. more now uh-huh. near Lake Marring up yeah I was thinking something kind yeah. of similar to that as well but I was going to suggest um, a spur trail, yeah, down to Windy Harbour, um, mm. along the beach, and then up past the Kuda, Kud something, something hut, Kudamara. whatever it's called, Kudamara, mm. and then through Maringup and up to Northcliffe. Yeah, I sort of had two thoughts. One was that you keep the current alignment for like a, a least change version, and then a dramatic change would be that you go the other side, you close road access, and find any of the pig hunters who like to use the hut. Um, with severe fines, especially the ones who chop down the trees to make bonfires. Um, yeah. And then that becomes your introduction to the coast. My hesitant hesitancy at making it go to the coast before Mandalay Beach. Is there something really special about Mandalay Beach and Chatham's I, Island? I agree, but there's something very not special about the track from there going to <laughs> <laughs> through some of those areas there. What, but Marin all- Road? Yes. But well, like, I, also, I like, like to from Lake Maringup, you can hear the ocean. Yes. So it, you, yep. it is a bit of a tease that you yeah. can't just go there. That's very true. Yes and no, but I find that kind of cool. It's like really sort of something about it, just really mysterious. And like you can hear the ocean. It's got a mystique about it that I, I quite like. And then you see the ocean a few days later and it's like the ocean is such a big deal. So where would you go from Lake Maringup if you've come off the, the beach? So I'd go to Lake Maringup and follow the alignment Existing. as it is now yeah. to Dogpool. The only note I made is you'd get off Dog Road. Yeah. That is a horrible stretch of six kilometres. And yeah. just yeah. have it go through the forest on a single No, track. I'd say before Dog Road because there's a lot of road walking. I, I love, mm. love, love the section leaving Maringup to mm. Chesapeake Road East. Mm. Really like that. If you could somehow keep that single trail a bit further and i, I don't, don't i don't mind. dislike i don't dislike the road walking but it doesn't feel it's really wilderness. open and then yeah. you get that one spot and you've got a, a nice shady section of trees and you can see the granite little domes i like mm. walking in between them mm. yeah um so i would keep that mm. and then just as you get to the forest near dog pool just go into it 
One thing I wondered about, and I don't want to change this section too much, so I actually really enjoy it. Like, I know I do understand your... Hatred. Um, hatred. <laughs> I understand your hatred of Marin Road, but I'm like, oh, whatever. It's a, it's A to B. I'll happily walk that. So I love Mount Chance, Warbales, Pinger Up. Um, but one thing that I've wondered about, and I'm of two minds about this, but um, I look out from Warbales Hill at that view and there's something about that view that is just magical and amazing and it makes me think about what is that coastline like from say Gardner River Mouth to Mandalay and how mm. amazing could that be mm. the only thing about taking it there is you've got so much coast then from Walpole to Albany yeah and yeah. you want to keep as much of the Cary Forest and Pindarup Plains yeah that's why I'm off mm. two minds because the Pindarup Plains is there's something really special about that to me. It's very different from anywhere else in the southwest that mm. you drive to. Like if you just if you're not a hiker, you'd never know that that entire ecosystem is there. Really, it's something that I because one of my thoughts because of, of how much I despise sections through here. I even thought at one stage early on of having a more Mundabidi style alignment where it goes through the the forest. But you're right. The problem is that would be more of the same and you end up being in Cary Forest for like just forever. Yeah. I love the Cary Forest but I think the the Pingarup Plains is an important part of the Bibbulmun track. Yeah. But mm. my criticism or my improvement would not be so much saying don't go through the Pingarup Plains at all. It would be saying just minimize the road walking a bit because as a much lot. as I oh, a lot <laughs> as much as I love it 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 feels in some ways like the wildest most remote part of the track and in other ways not because there's so much road. Exactly, that's how and I, I feel, feel like about it. Could it. Be, it could be so much better. From Dogpool, where obviously you're going to stay on Marin Road. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what happens is where there's that dam and there's, you know, there's like the high wall where it drops down into the pool and then mm. there's like a, a bit across. Yeah. You cross at that lower thing and then you follow the river yeah. and go to the cascades that are on the map, but yet are foolishly ignored in the current alignment and you completely ignore Marin Road. That sounds really good. And I'd also say get rid of the concrete monstrosity bridge and have a nice rustic wooden one, please. So my only thoughts walking down Marin Road is how easy the walking would be if you took it on a single trail and how flooded it would get. It will probably get pretty flooded. Then you have there's boardwalk. no budget. Well, yeah, because yeah, if you follow the Shannon River, I think it would be quite nice. And I would yeah. actually follow it all the way to Pindrop road and i'd have pinder up road in there maybe just off <laughs> but there is no. quite a bit of swampy area there so this is you haven't chimed see, in I'm... yet steve <laughs> my alignment is a bit more radical <laughs> so i too would follow the shannon river but not south i'd follow it north okay so i'm actually heading back up towards the shannon national park and i'm not quite sure how but from the National Park, I'd cross the highway and loop around, curve around and get onto the deep river and follow uh, all the way down to Fernhook Falls, yeah. a bit further south and cross back in time for Mount Chance. Okay. Oh, and so you still cool. get a taste of the Pingarup Plains, yeah. um, but you're, you're missing a lot of that other stuff, but making more use of the Shannon. Mm. Um, and potentially then the Shannon... National Park site is a food drop point. People coming yeah. past, it's another access mm -hmm. point that way. Risking, you know, not making it as wild because you're getting back into car camping area, but picking it up through there. 
I love Fernhook Falls, that kind of area through there. I like Fernhook Falls, but I do feel like um, you can drive there. You can. And for me, the good thing about one of the good things about the Pinger Up Plains is, is its remoteness. Yeah. So mm. I can see what you're getting at, but I would choose probably to keep it. Yeah, no I would highway kind of agree with you because my, my dislike of it is the road walking. If you yeah, took that, that aspect out of it, I'd probably like this section a lot more. And I, this is in this dream future. It's uh, the West Australian government is basically like the New South Wales government and the Tasmanian government where they're pre- prepared to spend a hundred to three hundred thousand dollars a kilometre per trail. <laughs> so that's that's where we're at. <laughs> well, we'll get back to that section a little later, Steve, because I have my diversion out of Walpole uh, going okay. in a different direction. Uh-huh. So we all kind of keep the Pinger Up Plains as a as an experience and yeah. Mount Chance, Wool Bales, that Wool area. Bales, long point. But goes over the Wool Bales, yeah. goes over all of them. See, I had mine before then going to the inlet, following mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Broke Inlet River, Yep. and then heading back towards Wool Bales and still looping around. Yeah, I like that idea. The only thing about that is how flooded that would get in spring. For me, I don't care about the it getting flooded. I don't mind doing a bit of wading. That's part of the character of that section. So I'm, I'm not concerned. And if there's a section where you might get um, swept away, just put some whitewater rafts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so Woolbow's getting to Mandalay. Is there any changes there? Because it's kind of a bit of a hard section just to beeline straight to the the coast um yes can we please get rid of the road down to mandalay beach so and just make it for hikers only or is that not feasible (laughs) well i've actually got it going west of mandalay beach so there's the bankshire campsite there so that's where you enter and then you get more beach walking before that would be good because i think it's a bit sad that this is the first time you see the ocean and you're on it for the beach for yeah five minutes (laughs) and then you're off again my only problem with mandalay beach is a absolutely stunning beach but my problem with it is the it's like a um vehicle access point i'm a bit of when i'm hiking i'm a bit of a snob about those those car people even though when i'm not hiking i'm a car person too but i, I just want everything to be like maintain the illusion of mm. wildness the, so when you see the like the elderly couple or like the the tourists come out and you've got your big backpack on and you're having a sit down and they're like oh so where have you come i was like this is like my fifth day or sixth day of walking (laughs) they're like oh okay i'm just gonna go back in the car and they'll be back in walpole in like 10 minutes (laughs) i think we've had this chat because you both don't like this is something that really irks you but for me it just doesn't bother me like it doesn't bother me anywhere near as much as like burnt forest does like i'm quite happy don't mind seeing people oh yeah in I don't, that I don't doesn't like, bother well, me. Um, Depends where it is, though. A bit like- misanthropic, but I don't like seeing people out of the context that I'm in. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I, I don't like people. But- <laughs> <laughs> I have I have more of a problem of people at the treetop walk rather than Mandalay no, Beach. See, I'm the opposite. So- I no, revel I in being there because they're, like, you're kind of watching them and they're enjoying their holidays <laughs> and they're meant to be there. But, like, when you're in the middle of nowhere and they've just driven there, that's where I have the problem. <laughs> So Mandalay to Long Point. Is anyone changing that alignment? Um, just more cliff no. cliff top walking. Less dunes. Yes, mm. I would get rid of that yep. first dune coming off Mandalay. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's a steep killer. One. I quite mm. like, in springtime when the flowers are out, it's really, really beautiful. 
three there. Like it's still three. really hard going yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that, doesn't, that doesn't bother me. If there's, there's flowers to look at and if it's like harsh sun and hard hills and stuff, I don't care. I'll just walk slowly. That's how I see it anyway. The whole section just feels like it's a lot longer it than feels, it actually is. I yeah. kept looking back at my GPS mm. to the map going, wow, I've only gone a kilometre and it felt like three. No, I yep. disagree. I, I love the section as you're passing Lost Beach, just stay above the cliffs a lot more because it's, it's spectacular along there. And this is my big criticism of the coastal section of the Bibbulmun in general is it goes away from the cliffs too mm. much. Mm. And that's just my personal preference. I love cliff top. Um, coastal walking maybe other people feel differently yeah and I've got it heading towards the cliffs a bit more yeah one of the things that I said was I would definitely remove that very 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 long <laughs> trail yeah yeah and, have it, and just have, have it, it drop down. into yeah. the into the capsite that's what I was I, was See, I didn't find too. it that long probably because you'd warned me about it I was like okay cool <laughs> I'm going down here for another 10 the length of so. the spur trail doesn't bother me I couldn't care yeah. less really it's going away from the coast which is the absolute that's like the main point of that yeah. section is yeah. the coastal views. Well, that's where the next day's alignment is more radical. Oh, yeah. in, oh I've got of, some big changes yeah, for the next so. day's so, alignment. This is my probably my most radical change is to take it through to Noit's Wilderness and along all that coastline, which is outstanding through there. Sure is. Um, and put a hut somewhere in that section. So it adds an extra day, which is maybe not great, but... It could, it could even just be an option. It could be like this is the longer route into town and it takes you into Noit's Wilderness um, because I I was really impressed with the scenery there, but I felt that it was, well, it was very burnt when I went there. <laughs> I think you just attacked burnt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just walk at the my, wrong time. Well, my change to this section is, is before that even. I'd say mm. make the official Bibbulmun track go down to the coastline at Little Long Point. So if you could get the Bibbulmun to go officially down to those rocks above Little Long Point. Mm. And then so if you could cross over where the blowhole is and then down onto that beach, there's a couple of headlands and things along it, but you could walk along beautiful, beautiful beach, really wild and amazing. And a walk that I've done, a bunch of friends and I stayed at Long Point and we went out along Big Long Point and it is spectacular. It's as, it's as good as the bald headwalk I reckon or maybe almost as good it's amazing and then you could ha- very easily have a spur trail out to the end like I wouldn't say make the big woman go to the end and back that's pointless um, there's a you know hush hush beach Yeah. you don't see it can no. we get the big woman track to go closer to the coast above hush hush beach Steve? have a spur trail down onto it well my real arm it takes you up onto the hush hush ridge and yeah. you stay up high along that so you get those views um, as for the noits Never know how to pronounce it. Nuits, Nuits, Wilderness. I've been told it's Nates, as in eight. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. The yeah, Nates Wilderness area. It's kind of nice having it separate, but it's also a shame because no one really goes there. Well, I think that the fire that went through and burnt the entire <laughs> valley, the reason I think that this happened was because there was no infrastructure there. If there had been a hut there... I think they would have taken care. Instead, they just burned the whole campsite mm. and ruined the whole area. Mm. Mm. Hopefully it grows back. <laughs> Mount, Mount Chance, Tudora. <laughs> at leaving Long Point, I've always wondered, like, you look at that, the hill, which is the ridge, and you're like, why aren't we going up there? I mm. saw that's where the track mm. went. So to go up there and then, yeah, around the, the Nate's wilderness area. I was going to say walk along the beach after Long Point because you've already got the spur trail going to the coast, so why not continue along that coast to yeah, Big Long Point? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. And then 
from the nature of yeah, up, up Mount Hopkins, I've heard there's some really cool tingles areas, like yeah. ancient tingle trees. And I, I haven't been there, but that's on my to-do list for sometime soon is to head back out to Mount Hopkins area mm. and find this gnarled old forest. The other, the one caveat for this whole area is, is you don't want to spread dieback around. But I mean, you just put in proper dieback stations and then <laughs> yeah, head from towards a deep river and then follow that back to where it crosses now at the suspension yep. bridge. I'm similar. Um, in the alignment. I'd definitely include the wilderness area there. I don't know why it didn't originally. I haven't been able to find that out. I'm not sure whether it's yeah. just they well, didn't want too many people going in there. I, yeah. I don't know what it is. But yeah. it's not true. It's, it's called a wilderness, but it's actually not zoned as wilderness. Mm. So it's like mm. the fact that they've protect, they've not allowed people in mm. seems mm. kind of strange. Mm. But then also maybe it's just the they're too scared of people getting killed because people have died. Yeah. Mm. I'd still include it and head back up to Mount Clare. I definitely wouldn't miss Mount Clare. I thought about doing the head down Circus Beach way and then over to the inlet and then canoes or I something of, like oh, yeah, that. I, th- or I thought of canoes even as well, wait for Gary just... to come out on his boat and pick <laughs> you up yeah. and take you home, <laughs> yeah. right? Because it's a daily trip every single day, right? So I think that's the, I, I thought of the canoes, but I thought it's just too far. That's why I thought. Yeah. And also, um, I think Mount Clare is quite nice. It's your first encounter of the tingles, apart from anything yeah, in the I wouldn't want to skip. But I wouldn't want to skip Mount yeah. Clare personally. Mm. And Partly Gary would ma- probably treat you like a seal, like, oh, and there's a Bibbleman hike. <laughs> <laughs> like, include yeah, you as part of the tour. Yeah. Here, everyone, I bought you cookies. Just throw them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if we're all going up Mount Clare, I mean, there's not really a, a better way to get into town. It's quite a nice bit. It's just that final section. I actually, I did have another idea, which is very convoluted, but possible. And that's have a canoe crossing at the... Um, Nornalup Inlet Channel and walk along Bellinger Beach over the Franklin River around into Walpole. So do a big loop around the inlet, including a canoe crossing, and then you could still head north up to Franklin afterwards. But then you'd also have to skip Mount Clare. And on balance, I'd say I quite like Mount Clare. Not the biggest fan of that last little bit into Walpole after Mount Clare, but heading down past Stronrate Lookout, that's really nice. So would you skip Walpole, or would that be a spur no, trail? No, no, you need Walpole. You'd have to, especially having yeah. not really gone through Northcliffe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in Walpole, everyone, I mean, you're not a big fan of the coal mine beach. Uh, I hate the trail out there. I would, um, I would break up all of the hard ground <laughs> and make it soft ground. Otherwise, I'm fine with it. It's just painful on the feet, and I just think it should be changed. That's all. Oh, it's nowhere near as bad as say into Albany. But... I think I because I walked it in the other way, so yeah, I just I hated it more. All right, leaving Walpole. Is everyone heading along the inlet? Yeah, I don't mind the section Donovan doesn't like. It's that. It's, like, it's scenery-wise, is not oh, a problem. I Have it's a just boardwalk. Break the. Have a boardwalk instead of. The, the ground. The gravel. Or some really really comfortable shoes that you then people like the sheds <laughs> to swap them. Or how about a conveyor belt? <laughs> no, it has to still be walking. But I think we need to punish the cyclists. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of them that has been sealed. So. Pull it out. <laughs> okay. For me, I am actually heading north out of Walpole, not heading along the inlet. I'm going up to Mount Franklin and then looping back via the Franklin River to the Franklin River campsite. Would you still get the giant tingle in that area? Or would you skip that, but then you'd have a different area of tingle forest instead? You'd still see the tingle forest, but you wouldn't go through the giant yeah. tingle. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, I reckon I could do without the giant tingle simply because you can drive there. It's not like you can and only walk there. it's not the only the tingle that you see And it's all. not, no. Yeah. It's cool, but... So I think to get to Mount Franklin... There's and a lot maybe of farmland up towards Mount Franklin, isn't there? You can do it all in forest. Yeah, you can. And then follow the Franklin River down to the campsite. Yeah, that could be really cool. So, yeah, if you could include Fernhook Falls in there, that'd be great. Yeah. And then you've got... It's a fair way north, though. I know. It is, yeah. <laughs> It'll add a, an extra couple of days, but you've got Peaceful Bay as a track town. Um, and sort of. Sort of. <laughs> you, can, you can do a drop there and you've got yeah, so yeah. You basic supplies. So you'd still keep um, Franklin, Treetop Walk, Giants, Rainhead? Yep. yep. So that section, no change whatsoever. I yeah, I probably would keep a have a probably a more minimal change because I really love Walpole to Denmark, so I think I'd probably just keep it to Franklin. Happy with the alignment through to maybe maybe take some of those road the road walking out between um, between Franklin and Giants is a little bit through there that could probably be more single file. A brainy cutoff near brainy cutoff. There's <laughs> a bit. I would um, I would destroy that bridge and replace it with a more static <laughs> yes, bridge. Yes, I agree. Uh, and look, if you want to make something that, that will actually last, I, like I think some of those steel girder bridges look kind of nice and rustic while yeah. being uh, long-lived. So, I, yeah, I would remove the concrete bridge because it was a real shock to see it when I did. Um, what about a flying fox? <laughs> but I think p- part of it is that they've they've built it so that it can be used by yeah by cars by cars. Yeah. Mm. Um, otherwise, yeah, I think a flying fox would be fantastic. And, under the Mundabidi as well. So yeah, yeah. But we're punishing but, cyclists. Oh, right. <laughs> even Mundabidi cyclists. Right, I didn't get that. Better hope you don't take up mountain bike riding. No, dog. I'm not. I don't want to punish cyclists. No, 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 I want to do the Mundabidi one day. I, I am being facetious. I have nothing against <laughs> against cyclists. It's just more that I don't like that. The coal mine beach trail and okay. it's been hardened because of cyclists okay. <laughs> yeah but um yeah i don't want i don't really want to punish cyclists but um yeah i think that here it, you know i think just make a steel good a bridge that looks nicer and then we're good um and then i'm fine with the alignment to to giants i'm oh yeah to giants i'm fine with down to rame head i kind of like it but i also feel like there's some sort of bits that are a bit meh i wouldn't say i dislike the section by any means th- but it would be nice if it was a bit more single track feeling like you're in the bush rather than on road i feel that that section there is is like the pinger up plains and the swamp bottle brush in that mm. it's it's a section that is pretty in a different time of year to when most people go so like i think like Folia road when you've got the um the Ficafolia. <laughs> when you have have the flowering gums through there, like it's really nice. Yeah. But that's not when people are hiking. So that's kind of a bit of a shame because I think when it is prob- probably like a really nice section is when people aren't there. Have you been mm. uh, in that season? I have, yes. Um, and it, it, you're right. It, when they do flower, it is spectacular. I think I, I walked through there last year at the end of the year, like after Christmas, mm. and I was hoping they'd be in flower, and they weren't. Was, when mm, when are they generally in flower? It's usually later in summer. But later. look, honestly, I've seen them flowering in September. Mm. Not mm. all of them, just the occasional tree, enough to give someone that's never seen it before an idea of what they look like. Mm. Um, 
Well, I've got, I think they've got them in the street at my mum's house anyway. So they've got them just them. down here, down the road. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all over the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's a necessary evil to get to conspicuous. Yeah. yeah. However, I was going to suggest or just wonder, proposition the idea of could it, could the track go further west and hit the coast before conspicuous, um, west, west of conspicuous, and then walk down the beach, like the full length of the beach, and skip all the tourist riffraff car area? That doesn't bother me, yeah, to be honest. I don't mind those stairs and you get the view. I actually think it improves it a little bit. Yeah, I actually really enjoy the approach to conspicuous beach along that ridge. That's mm. cool. Mm. Um, also, I like the just... section before that ridge where you're going up and down. Yeah, I like going... I don't mind it. It gets a bit flooded, but yeah. I quite like it. Mm. And also, the section between well, effectively Nut Lookout and Ficafolia Road, I quite like. The bit where you get to Ficafolia Road and you actually walk along Ficafolia, that's up for that's up for realignment. Oh, good. So the track's actually going to um, come out to Ficafolia Road where it crosses. You know what I mean? That's it, good. Where it yeah. joins up the other side, so you're not actually on the road for. Well, but just, just before Conspicuous so. Beach, I love that section up through the dense yeah. um, woodland. The bullage through there is yeah, amazing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and heaps of orchids through there. Last mm. time, I, last time I walked it anyway. Which and was in his favorite. carriage, orchids. And the, the tires there remind me of like what used to be because there used to be so much more tires on the Bibbleman. And I kind of like, I like they that. Did. Well, yeah. that kind of gets us to uh, Rainhead to Peaceful mm. Bay. And I know everyone probably in the room would prefer the old route. Yeah. Radical, to the coast. <laughs> radical return to the old. 100%. Like, what a shame that it doesn't go along that yep. coastline anymore. Mm. So, so, Steve, how feasible is this? <laughs> I'd love for it to be reinstated the way it was. We just, it just kept getting washed away, and it was just a nightmare. I, I would, I don't, I'm not sure. I think weighing up the problems that we have now with the current alignment and the flooding and whatever's going on there with the washaways, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how dangerous it got. I don't know that anyone actually got into trouble. It was more the risk of someone getting into trouble. To, and reckon, having to replace the markers all the time was the yeah, other issue. I reckon you could here have two routes saying if you don't mm. want the risk aspect, mm. go the current mm. alignment. Yeah, sure. And if you accept it and you're okay walking around like rocky headlands and mm. beaches and stuff, then take the... Because mm. it is spectacular. Kind of like, you know, Cape to Cape has got the two, the summer and the winter route. Yeah. yeah. Um, something like that could yep. work. Yep. Yeah, that's a good idea. Good compromise. Um, around Peaceful Bay, I know walk up to the tip isn't fantastic um, <laughs> i just take it changes? along along the beach and then up the inlet channel i reckon mm. and I, I wouldn't say i hate that section I, it's mm. okay apart from the terrible um puddle crossing which made me cross mm. other than that it's fine but, but how I think long be... does this day become though if we start going that way well, there's already 24 k's mm. i think mm. if you went along they're probably going to be close to 30 k's along, if you're going along the if you're beach. going like that rather than the more because like I, th- I can see that it's more it expedient. Yeah, I think I think okay. it's more expedient the way it's gone. And while I don't often support expedience, I don't know how much more people could do in a day. All right, the solution there then is to have perhaps an extra campsite. Steve. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> my <clears throat> my wish for this section, peaceful Bay to Denmark, was always to have. The extra campsite. So, you know, you'd have the three campsites instead of just the two. So it'd be a four-day section, um, which would make it easier. Then you could, you know, play with it a bit more in terms of the alignment. Um, 
I the the problem we currently have with the Irwin Internet is that some people do take the beach or some people take the track and at some point change their mind. And that's where we get erosion coming in because they just take shortcuts mm. up and down dunes and what have yeah. you. So particularly people who take the track and you used to come out right above the Irwin mouth. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. And there used to be a lot of erosion. People just going, well, the sandbars form. I'll just walk across there. I'm not going to go all the way and do the canoes and come back out and they miss the showgrounds and what have you. So it's you've got to be careful how you do it. It's certainly possible. Um, I don't know... So if you took a route up along the beach from Peaceful Bay to the inlet mouth, you'd have to be careful about how you'd rejoin the track to pick up the canoes. However, this is dream utopia, so Mm. we could have a staircase. Not that I like... Well, staircase doesn't have to be dream utopia. That's possible. Plenty of those. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But yeah, my alignment doesn't change a whole lot. Leaving Peaceful Bay, the tip doesn't bother me a whole lot. It's only for yeah, five it doesn't minutes. it doesn't bother me either. But it's you more know, that it's, I think the beach could be more scenic. I think you've got a lot more beach coming up though. So that's true. But yeah, but I think because leaving Peaceful Bay, I'm fine going up. It's just when you cross over the Bitumen Road again, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. so close to the coast. You may as well just walk that long, boring section to the inlet on the beach and then have yeah. a cut to where the track goes now because then at least Mm -hmm. because it's like it's half day like 12 13 kilometers until you actually hit the beach from peaceful there was a reason why and i can't remember (laughs) because it looks wide (laughs) enough that you could walk on Mm. it though that's the thing and that grass is always long enough that you're conscious that you're going to step on a snake that was my big (laughs) thing i was always looking down yeah yeah um yeah i wouldn't change much Apart from that small section, I would keep the showgrounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep the showgrounds. I really, mm. I love the showgrounds, mm. especially because it's not it doesn't go on and on forever. It's just a relatively short. It feels like bit. it goes on forever. <laughs> oh no, I like it. it. I, like I like it, it. and all the kangaroos and. I think it breaks up that day a bit too. From the east side, because I remember the old alignment because we camped there because we didn't want to stay and pay money to stay in town because we were <laughs> high school students. Um, that we camped on the headland there just before the before it descends to the beach and at the canoes you mean or where do you mean Sorry. so we were gonna we were gonna stay at the canoes but yes. it was getting dark and yeah. we ended up just staying on the dunes okay um closer to where the mouth is um because the track used to go closer that way because um, I know it wasn't that way when we were there last time. It didn't seem there's as a, There's close. been a bit of a realignment in the showgrounds. It wasn't massive. Though. This is on the, the sorry on the western side. Ah, oh. because I think on the western yes. side. Yes, I know where you are now. Yeah, yes, you're right. That makes it. That makes sense to make a choice at that point. Because I remember you could see the mouth, and if if it was clear, you could have gone down, send the dune, and go through there. Yep. But on the other side, that's a bit more of a problem, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Mm. And the other thing too with that inlet, when it is flowing, it can be a bit more dangerous than some of the other inlets. So there is that consideration that particularly people not used to the other, to the Bibbulmun or the WA coast or whatever that come from overseas, they might cross Torbay and especially Parry's, which is one of the easier inlets. And the Irwin Inlet, I've had a couple of times when I've tried to cross it, because I just wanted to see what it was like because people keep saying, just do that and don't worry about the canoes. It actually, it's almost, well, the t- couple of times I went through, I actually sank quite a bit into the sand. It was really soft sand. That took me by surprise. Um, and it can flow pretty quick. So, yeah. Mm. 
That's just one of the other concerns. And that's why the canoes were put there in the first place. But I like the canoes. It's yeah, the canoes experience. are cool. It's a good yeah, experience. It's different, you know. Yeah, it's something, so. Ab- yeah. Um, so the quorums. Has anyone changed the alignment along the beaches there? Um, I'd ban vehicles on those beaches. Same. <laughs> I don't care. That's, that's controversial. But. This is this is my favourite day of the track, so very little do I want changed. I've walked it a few times, and one time I walked it in the summer holidays after Christmas. And this is all being a bit churlish because you know, in another in another reality, I may be a someone who likes to drive on the beach. Who knows? But I feel in like fact, this... I, I do. I enjoy I enjoy four wheel driving. When there I'm, you go. <laughs> but when I'm hiking, I but don't the, want to see cars. There's so many beaches down there. It feels like every beach has vehicle access. Yeah, this, yeah, That's exactly. That's and I do feel like it's a problem in general with the south coast of the Big Woman is you don't feel like you're in the wild so much because of all the four wheel drive access. So from the beaches, from the last one, I think it's Back Beach, and then you head inland. Um, I would actually have that closer to the coast um, just because it feels like you're a bit disconnected and that's where a lot of the dune slogging comes into it Um, and at the end of a very long day um, there's not very much reward for the ups and the downs Um, and then an official trip up to Rope Hill would be really cool because I don't think many people know that that's a spot you can go to. Well, they probably know now because... It's all in, written in the red books and yeah. blogs. And but then you're reading that as you've gone down the hill to Boat Harbour and not many people after 25Ks want to then back hike up. back up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I do. But not everyone is. Nah, I'll go down to the beach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Harbour. I'd go to Boat Harbour as well. I do yeah. all of the above. So Boat Harbour off to William Bay. Any changes? More, Anyone? more coastal walking, less inland dunes. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would also take it, the the high point, I think it's hillier mm-hmm. as you're getting towards Parry Beach. I would take it into that headland a bit yes, more. Yes, yes, me too. That's where I thought it was going to yep. go. Um, and maybe even down onto Hillier Beach, is that possible? I think that could work really well. And then mm-hmm. around the headland, um, heading into Parry. Yeah, just just more connection with the, the coastline. Yeah. There. I don't particularly like that section from Point Hillier, or Mount Hillier, I should say down to Parry Beach. No, yeah. no I think You that are could tucked be away from the coast. And so, yeah, better be nicer closer to the coast. Um, but after that... Does anyone go off Mazzaletti Beach? No. No, I think I think you have to earn it. Yeah. 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 But however, have... at the end of Mazzaletti Beach, uh-huh. my dream would be you walk along the beach at Green's Pool, you walk yeah. around to Elephant Rocks, and then you walk up to William Bay campsite up the hill on a single track um, and pass by the amazing boulders. That's where the William Bay circuit should be made. (laughs) (laughs) But the Billman, you could take it But definitely take the Billman as far as Elephant Cove and then up Tower Hill from Elephant Cove and don't even do that road walk. And then severely enforce any cars or motorcycles (laughs) going to the campsite. Of course. Um, why doesn't it officially go keep going along the beach straight to Greens Pool and Elephant? I Rock? think it does now because last time I walked it. There's a marker there. I could there. be wrong. But there there but, are markers, but it's but not. There's an official beach no, exit, it, it, and the route and the maps goes up. It's because we're still waiting for the development to take place, to uh, because that whole area is going to be redeveloped in terms of the car park, and they want to redevelop it to make it safer. Because one of the issues is if there's a fire there, there's only one way in and out. Um, so I'm not quite sure how that's going to work, but once that's finally 
designed, then the trail will go into Greenspool as an option anyway, if if not nothing else. It already so, does as an option, doesn't it? Well, yeah, and it is. But then leaving Greenspool is the issue because then you're just on the road yeah. to get to the car. That's why I reckon you should go to Elephant Cove and then up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, William Bay to Denmark. This has a lot of options you could take, mm. but I actually would keep it as is. There's not much I would change there. I'd at all. keep it except for the last like two Ks where it goes through the um, the horrendous zigzagging through yeah. uh, dieback infested stunted Jarrah. Uh sometimes burnt as well, <laughs> just to add that extra ugliness there. Where would you take it though? <laughs> I don't know, but the thing I wouldn't do is to have the trail go one way and then cross to the other side into the other parallel road and then walk back along the same yeah. way because that is cruel. That is absolute <laughs> cruelty that the trail does that. I would cha- not change anything until where you said, where it goes to that weird scrappy Jarrah area. I don't hate it as much as you do, but I'd just have it just continue along the inlet shoreline to the river mouth like the actual river mouth and then head into town mm. on the spur trail so mm. I wouldn't even bother going away from the inlet shore mm. I think part of the issue there is the public right of way or lack mm. of it oh yes but um, this is this is the dream absolutely <laughs> um, and you'd have to watch flooding there as well because the inlet can come up pretty high but yeah, yeah it's nicer views yeah. I would actually have the trailhead actually in town Mm-hmm. I don't understand why. I don't it understand that moment, either. Because you have to get into town after seven days anyway. Yeah, I'd put the the trailhead at Berridge Park in town. Mm. Um, so getting out of town, how's everyone tackling the the oh. age old question of leaving Denmark? S- so my, my view here is that if we can spend um, what fourteen million dollars on a lookout. I think we can mm. spend maybe what two or three million to build. Is it isn't it even that? Is it like one million to build a bridge? Should we just point out that this fourteen million wasn't on the Dumbarton track? <laughs> it was somewhere yeah, else. On somewhere else. I mean, it was built on a lookout in Calbarry for those who know. But like the the sheer amount of money spent on an over-engineered lookout when um, you don't we, even need a lookout there because you, we don't. You're on you can top see the cliffs. view. You can see the view. Um, but the the <laughs> fact that you know we're, we're like so stingy to spend money on kilometers of trail, I just go well, just build a bridge, literally <laughs> across the the river, and then take us and follow the old Nullakai track that is sort of semi official. You know, Sorry, what the, what bridge do you mean? Because there's already the old the rail bar. bridge. Yeah, no, so near the near bar, the sandbar. Oh no, what what I'd say there. So you got to. You, do you mean you have to backtrack? Well, around? because well because the sandbar is like a yes or no. I would have a bridge just before the river mouth that yeah. can cross all the time, so you never have to worry. So you're talking about the Wilson Inlet. Yes. You're not talking about the Denmark River. You're talking about the the Wilson Inlet Channel. So what what I'd do there is there's already a pontoon bridge at Prawn Rock Channel just before Ocean Beach. Why not have another similar thing? Because it goes across like an island type thing. Yeah, just have another pontoon bridge. And I don't understand why they don't do that, to be honest, because that seems like a simple solution. Do they want to make it so people always go into Denmark? Because I reckon if they had a bridge across the channel and just made it super easy to walk over the channel, a lot of people would skip Denmark. It's a very long way to be going for Warhol. I think mm. you'd have to restock. And, mm. I mean, Collie has a spur in and out of town. And, yeah, it's only a few kilometres. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think it's... It doesn't feel that bad walking from the there to town. 
Because yeah. Nullarbor is so close, so that's the thing. If mm. you then had to walk from Denmark, it actually makes it a proper day rather mm. than being dropped off at Pelican Point or Eden mm. Road. Yeah. Yep. I don't think it'd be too much of an issue. Mm. So if you get over the, Wilson I'd love Inlet, to have a bridge there. Yeah. yeah. Is there a reason why they can't have a bridge? Money, probably. Because you almost put like concrete pylons in that you just like use a stepping stone, so the channel's closed. <laughs> that sounds that's a bit over-engineered. <laughs> no, I think it, well, a flying fox could be cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. But how long? Unless I think the span is too long. Mm. But you know, yeah. if we can engineer this, so we've all got so it going. Wilson Inlet, Nullarbor Peninsula. I wouldn't head down to the ocean. The um, mouth of the inlet at all i actually got it realigned completely so it goes along the rail trail uh, okay. to crusoe beach yeah and yes, then you've the, got a yeah. government funded ferry that runs every day <laughs> 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 what socialist utopia is this <laughs> <laughs> all those trail bikes that you got rid of <laughs> Have been crushed into boats, yeah, and and, and all the fines from trespassing That's have right. funded yeah. exactly right. Well, Queensland's paying. For yeah, it. exactly. And the boat goes, the ferry goes across to I think it's Nornalup Point actually, or something like that. Um, so we're now much further to the east, um, and then you cut down towards Naphead, bypassing Malachi campsite entirely. Yeah, yeah that could be okay. Yeah, mm. it is a mosquito-infested hellhole. So oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, so that was one of my changes as well, is you actually go to Naphead mm. and follow yeah, the too. coast. Because mm. there's a mm. certain point from Nullarbor to West Cape Howe, it goes, it shows you the ocean and then it goes straight back inland. Mm. Mm. I was actually going to say hit the coast before, because there's some amazing cliffs yep. that you could walk, you could potentially be mm. walking along. So the whole alignment here, I think, can go, like, because the, the book, like, just like to tell you about how fantastic it is that you can see the Perongrups in Stirling Range. And I say, who cares? Because it's so yeah, far can. away. On some days you can, some days you can't. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact is, it's so far away. It's not like, you know, on the overland you pass a mountain and it's like, you know, less than a kilometre away. This is so far but away. what else can the book talk about? That's I, find, I think it's fine that the book mentions it. The coastline that you're going to be walking along. <laughs> but it's it just, yeah, exactly. It would be so much nicer if it was on the coast side rather than this side because I, I remember walking this day and just I agree, but I don't it. I don't begrudge the book from mentioning you can see the Perongo. Oh, of, of course no, not. No. But like, I, feel, I feel like it but makes it the feature of the day and I'm like, yeah, you know, and I'm, no, I, I'm I saying this from... with all due respect because I'm sure Steve wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I borrowed that from the previous one. <laughs> no, I think I think the track should leave Nalakai and get to the coast as soon as possible. And there's those huge, massive cliffs that it should be going along. Cause that that is spectacular. That's what people go want to walk along the south coast and see. Is those yep. those cliff top views. Going to be a theme walking along this section is how good it could be because you get to West Cape Howe. And the campsite's well away from West Cape Howe, and then that whole next day, you get nowhere near it. Yep. I think it should go all along West I Cape Howe. I think it should go, yep. yep. So and, this is um, my, my biggest change, was adding a second, another day here. Yeah. And this is where the second enclosed hut is. The second enclosed hut is where there's that car park overlooking the cliffs. You completely close it to four-wheel drive access, and you find any four-wheel drive to try to get in there. And fund the hut. <laughs> and fund the hut. And instead, you have a hut that overlooks the cliffs. That would be awesome. And you'd have to allow rock climbers to stay at the hut as well. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that would be fine. But you have to walk in. That's the thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, totally fine with with uh, with rock climbers staying there because there's so many awesome things. And that would be cool, like, have a communal table there. It's a closed hut, so it's really windy, and you'd get to look at it, and it's this ferocious um That you know, would ocean. actually be really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think this... maybe, because it's a really cool rock climbing spot, it might be a bit sad to completely close all four-wheel drive access. To that spot. To... So, like, they can... Because yeah. there's so many um, other spots. You can build a car park that's um, where that, that the roads have that T-junction. Mm-hmm. You yeah. could build it there yeah, and then just turn idea. that just to track um, so that you have to walk. because. And the thing is, rock climbers are prepared to walk a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. But I think 100% definitely follow the coastline of West Cape Houses. Fairly substantial. It's not like Long Point where you walk out and walk the same way. Mm. You'd walk along the um, west side on single trail at the moment like i've we've both walked out there before and it's not the nicest walk because it's just on sandy somewhat dangerous if it's busy four-wheel drive track but if you had a single track instead it would just be absolutely stunning and that Mm. west cape how cliffs are spectacular would be a highlight of the south coast yeah if there's a walking track out there and then you could go to torbay head the southernmost point yep um there's an existing campsite there's a really nice cute little beach just near torbay head I was actually thinking you could have a campsite there, but I agree with your idea of a clifftop hut. That would be cool. But if if you didn't have that, you could have a, a yeah. tent camp. My, my initial beach. idea, and on on the like the plans that I drew up on the website for something like this, um, I suggested a campsite at Dunsky. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, it'd be even better. It would be if so you cool. Had that there. Yeah. And then continue along the the steep coastline from Dunsky and down onto Shelley. Yeah, I had a series of really st- of stairs going down to Shelley so that you can keep uh, dirt bikes from coming into there. <laughs> but in Steve's Utopia where they don't exist, we don't need to do that. That's right. Mm. <laughs> but you can still have stairs going down to Shelley anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so yeah. from Dingo Beach, you could probably almost the same alignment of oh, the Torbay. Oh, wouldn't change it too much. Yeah, and then Cozy Corner, that yeah. whole beach fine section. That. Mm-hmm. I yeah, would right. be quite happy. <laughs> Yep. I would change Muttonbird campsite. I'm not a big fan. I don't get why it's hidden. So if we have, an, again, because there is that full drive track you walk up and you've got like views looking mm. east um, mm-hmm. towards the wind farm mm-hmm. and then views looking west towards West yeah. Cape. How it's spectacular up there. So I, I did this section in August uh, 2012 and we really were very happy that it was in a sheltered bowl because of that. But yes, if we but have... You get the mozzies and it, the millipedes as well it is, down there. But if we had a hut, then... Yeah, it'd yeah. be up See, in there. I've never had a problem with either. Millipedes oh, or mozzies I, at that one. Mozzies, I got Malachi, back. yes. Uh, yeah, I've had a problem with mozzies at Muttonbird. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all right, I just had my tent... And then we can probably all agree from Mutton Bird to Sand Patch. Keep that alignment through yeah, the Yeah, I like, I like, I like it through there. Very yep. beautiful. Yep. Um, sand Patch to Albany. I think we're probably all going to go in one direction here, which is yep. into Tornderup National Park. Correct. Yes. Well and truly. Yeah. So this will add several days, I would think, um, <laughs> to the it. alignment. But you'd go basically straight along the coast. Mm-hmm. You'd go past the gap and the natural mm-hmm. bridge, blowholes. I envisage a campsite kind of in the sort of near Jimmy Newell's Harbour type area. And then, yeah, do a, do a whole loop around that coastline. And I wouldn't say the track itself should go out to Bald Head, but that should definitely be a spur trail mm. that you could mm. do as an out and back in a day. 
Uh, well, from wherever the campsite my is? My campsite near Salmon Holes Beach up on the cliffs there. And then you could treat that as if you wanted to bald head, you go out and then back to the yeah. campsite and mm. then continue along. Mm-hmm. And then you go past cool. Whale World. It would bring business to Whale World. Well, that's my, my thing was you end at Whale World and that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> That's not the worst idea. That's, that's like because that walking back then adds so much more time. I would rather yeah. a bus trip there back to the start and just finish there and then get to see the best of... Because the fact is, at the moment, is you're missing the best of Albany yeah. because it's inconvenient to get back to town from there. And if we had that as the end or an alternate end, then that would be fine. I don't I don't like the idea of having alternate ends. I think you need <laughs> you need a terminus at either Sliding end. Sliding doors. No, but it's like a sort of a really... Yeah, momentous but, thing. It yeah, has to be yeah. not one heard my idea terminus. yet. Don, I think I might change your mind. With okay. This. Okay. So from the whaling station, you keep going along, follow the coast, all the beaches there, out to Vancouver um, Peninsula. Point possession. Yep. Point possession. Mm-hmm. Do that trail. Then, then this a... is where all the money comes into it. Flying fox. You go under the harbour. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a. Glass or perspex <laughs> tube that you then walk down a ladder, you go under the harbour. Now imagine a cruise ship or a container ship or a whale? Coming, coming into port and you're watching that from the bottom. And going, oh my it. God, I hope it doesn't hit me, yeah. yeah well, it, there'd be enough clearance. And then you'd go to, it would come up the other side at King Point Lighthouse mm-hmm. and then you'd walk the trail up to the Anzac Centre, mm-hmm. up to Mount Clarence, <laughs> and then into Albany. I had the same alignment, but I just had another fairy. <laughs> uh, I, I really like this exor- extraordinarily over-engineered solution. <laughs> but that would be probably a cheaper option than the $14 million uh, thing they've True, just put out at yes. Calvary. And yeah. how cool would that be? How much does the glass tunnel cost, I wonder? <laughs> Not that much, probably. <laughs> probably. No, I think that's a really cool idea, but I, I was kind of wondering if that would be feasible to have the track go out a long point possession, but I thought of having some sort of boat ride from um, Brambles Beach, yeah, Brambles Beach to yeah. the to town. And I'd rather have a boat ride than a tunnel, to be honest. Being serious here is I'd rather see the views... From the, the spectacle of being underwater yet still walking yeah, but, and no, looking up. No, if it was up. like a coral reef type area, but it's just like well, a murky harbour. You could put artificial harbor. reef either oh. <laughs> No, you're not. No, I'm not sold. I'm um, I'm sold. This is right. But I I, yeah. I appreciate your creativity. How, how good of a spectacle vision. would that be to finish the track with, or even start the track? I I also mm. think that in your tunnel, since <laughs> since since we're missing. Uh, the Great Southern Distillery, there should be an underwater bar. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or even just put a campsite there. <laughs> Stay underwater. So we've gotten into the realm of science fiction now. But we could, a compromise could between happen. the boat ferry thing and the tunnel, we could have a, a submarine ferry. It'd probably be cheaper to just, yeah, have, just have a tunnel. permanent walker, yeah. You could probably fund it with, like, the new wave energy thing they're trying to get going as well. Yeah. And the severe fines that I've put on all of the trespassing. Exactly. I think yeah. it'll work. It'll work. <laughs> so we just need Parks and Wildlife to come to the, uh, <laughs> the party here. Or so, even the Albany Port. So Authority. after the Anzac Centre? Yeah, after the Anzac Centre, up to Mount Clarence. Okay. And then you can walk into town via Sterling Drive that way. 
And where would you have the southern terminus? Probably at this where it's about to be located mm-hmm. on York Street at the uh, the visitor centre there. So it's a fairly non-convoluted way actually mm. to finish, and you get all the mm. cool views of the harbour and everything from there's, Mount Clare. There's a lot less going that way. There's a lot less working walking through the suburbs. Mm. You know that last bit, even when you when you leave the harbour and then going through all the burbs. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I do. The one the bit I again. do quite like is like I'm not a fan of the walk along Princess Royal Harbour because of the paved track. I'm not the biggest fan of that Mount Melville yeah. skirting the base of Mount Melville. But then once you're in town and you walk down the street and there's, there's, there's like the really nice old part of town. I enjoy that. And then mm. down to the Amity. That's that's cool. Yeah, I think Albany's got a cool character that walking through the suburbs isn't like walking through the suburbs of like a, a normal country town. Yeah. It's mm. just, yeah, I agree mm. that Mount Melville bit's a bit unnecessary. Would you rather go up it rather than just skirt it? Mm. Not no. at the end of that day. You just want yeah. to get into Albany after, and see After it. the torment of the pavement? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're taking... Like, I took so many photos because I could see Albany and it's like, well, where do I have to go up here? And then, yeah. Yeah, I'd but the very, the very last bit down the streets, even though I say I don't like pavement walking. Which you'd get on the other side as well because you'd come down the hill from Mount Clarence yeah. through there. So you'd get the same experience, but underwater before then and the Anzacs yeah I'm not sold on the underwater <laughs> I'm 100% sold <laughs> alright so that is our dream billman over two pods and a couple probably three or four hours now <laughs> um, if you're a billionaire or a multi-millionaire and you want to fund some of this um, let Steve know at the foundation <laughs> or, we'll, or we'll if it happening. even if you're just a government uh, who wants to spend on trails rather than just lookouts so that you get, you know, not just like a 50-metre walk to a place, but actually making a journey exciting, then please consider (laughs) some of our ideas. (laughs) Okay, thank you both to Bonnie and Steve for coming in. Thank you. I think your ideas were very interesting and informative. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have have enjoyed this episode or any other episodes of the pod, um, please give us a rating on whatever platform you're currently listening to us on. Ratings really help us find an audience, so we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a rating. If you had any ideas for any other future episodes of the pod, you can email us at realtrailtalk at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks. (laughs) 